really interesting story that uh, came out last week. I want to talk about that today. Uh, new research says increased time online during the pandemic may have made uh, younger Canadians uh, meaner. Uh, Caitlin Mendez is uh, warning that declining empathy, which emerged during isolation, now fostering increased cruelty during in-person interactions, including at school. Uh, the associate professor at Western University says many parents may not be aware of their children's increased exposure to online harassment during the pandemic, which uh, could now be having some uh, damaging consequences. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, Caitlin Mendez joins us now. I well, appreciate the time today. Uh, this is pretty interesting, pretty timely. What made you want to look into this? Well, yeah. So actually, I just want to clarify, the research was actually done in England, so with uh, with English young people. Um, but basically, we were interested, as soon as lockdown measures happened, um, I was interested in young people's online experiences. And so we developed some research that would look at young people's experiences online and how it had changed since the pandemic. So we did surveys, interviews, and focus groups with young people. And we just asked them about a whole range of online experiences. So things like bullying, homophobia, mean comments about their weight, their appearance, their sexuality, their gender, um, various forms of fraud. And we just asked them how these things had changed from before the pandemic to after the pandemic. So what sort of, I mean, you kind of outlined it there, but what sort of issues are we seeing and maybe adults having difficult spotting? Yeah, there's lots of different things. I mean, some of the, the key things that came out were body shaming. That was a really big one. And that was something that we had expected with girls. Like, you know, we, we knew the rise of TikTok had really taken off during this time. But we were actually really surprised at how boys were telling us of their, their experiences of body shaming as well. Uh, we had, you know, lots of kind of mean and nasty comments, but especially for queer queer youth. Uh, there was a lot of homophobia. A lot of young people told us about how people were using social media to out them. There was a lot more um, different kinds of fraud, like catfishing going on, attempts at grooming young people, uh, a lot of nude images getting sent with and without consent, pressure to send nude images in return. So there was just lots of really, really interesting data that came from the project. And what could this tell us maybe about uh being online in the future? Well, I think um, I think lots of things. I think that there's a lot that, for example, parents, teachers, the education system just is not talking to young people about. So kind of a key concern is that, you know, young people are experiencing a whole range of new and kind of constantly evolving types of risks and harms that just they're not being prepared to, to, to handle. So, for example, young people told us about the shock, you know, uh, 13-year-old girls, as soon as they join Instagram, they're getting sent unwanted um, dick pics, for example, that they didn't ask for. And so they really felt ill-equipped. It wasn't something that they were expecting. And I think that these are the kinds of conversations that parents need to be having with their kids. You know, if you're going to go online, you're probably going to see some things, hear some things, maybe receive some things that you don't want. What's the impact, too, you know, of when you're online and having a lack of eye contact, uh, human touch, voice imitations, facial expressions, just normal sorts of interactions that you would have day to day that you can't really pick up on as much online? Yeah, I think that 
that's really important in terms of empathy. So I think when all of those different cues are missing, it's easier to be a bit meaner, crueler, maybe say or do things that you wouldn't normally do because you don't see the impact of your actions directly on the person. So I think that when we're missing all of those social cues, it can become much easier to especially just say something a bit nasty that you probably wouldn't have normally said to someone's face. And, you know, that's not limited to young people. I think that's limited to all of us. And I think as we're all using digital technologies to communicate more and more, I think that empathy, for example, is something that we're really kind of not developing as much as we should. You, you read my mind because I was going to be, when we're talking about this, I mean, we're talking about, you know, younger people, but to me, we could easily be talking about adults online. And I wonder if one of the reasons maybe sometimes adults don't see it is because it's also part of their life day to day. So it may not appear abnormal, but it really is abnormal. Absolutely. I think that this is a greater societal issue. It was just that my research captured data on young people, but I don't think that my results are are limited to young people and kind of this empathy gap, uh, which I definitely think is is growing. How do we, I guess, what do you hope people take from this then? Well, there's lots of different things. I think that if you're a parent and you're listening, I think it's really, really important to talk to your children about what they're doing online, what they're seeing online, what they're experiencing online. And hopefully you're actually doing some preparation with them before you start giving them a digital device. So that's ideally what I would like to see. But even if you've already given your child a digital device, it's not too late. Just have conversations with them about what's going on online. What are the things that worry them, that upset them, that bother them? Are there things that, um, you know, that they're, they're, they've tried to handle on their own but can't? And you don't have to personalize it with your kids. You can ask them about what other kids are experiencing online. You know, what are some of the troubles that other kids, you know, in your school are experiencing? And use those as starting off points. I think teachers and, and the school system could introduce much more cyber civics. So, you know, we spend a lot of time on math and literacy and science, and those are important subjects. But I think increasingly, you know, these kind of personal communication skills, how to empathize with other people, how to speak to other people with kindness. I think that actually these are really, really important skills that all of us will use throughout life. And I think that these can play a really big role in our happiness and our mental well-being. So I think that there needs to be more resources and time put into that. How easy or difficult is it to maybe develop some of those skills when you're kind of an older teenager? Well, I always am optimistic, and I think that all is never lost, but I think it's going to take time. Um, You know, as adults, we hopefully, most of us have, you know, a lot of our lives to practice these skills. But I think for younger people, when they're really relying on digital technologies or, you know, a huge proportion of their life has been spent communicating online, it can be harder. But I don't necessarily think that that it's not possible. Um, But it's definitely something that I think if we start to tackle now collectively, it's something where we can kind of get back on track and really start to develop those empathy skills. It's really, uh, really interesting. I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Caitlin Mendez, Associate Professor at uh, Western University. Uh, you know, again, we were talking about uh, teenagers and, and younger Canadians. That could have easily have been a conversation about uh, adults and how we relate to one another and just uh, the, the, the meanness uh, you see online these days. And that's one of the concerns I have with everything going more and more online, that lack of interaction face-to-face with people and the impacts of that.